Good morning, all. Hope everybody's uh, adapting to the great Texas uh, heat down here. I'd like to start off by saying, uh, leaving church yesterday, I, I was uh, uh, excited to see that there was a bipartisan agreement uh, in the Senate on uh, some gun control uh, measures. Um, I first would like to thank the senators that uh, made this agreement possible. Uh, Christian Cinema, uh, Chris Murphy, uh, Thone Tillis, and of course, fellow Texan John Corrin for this work, for the work in this. And again, this is a bipartisan agreement. And this is something that I've said for a very long time. Bipartisanship will get things done. Now, again, this is just a framework, just a framework of, of, of a real gun control law. Um, some of the things the, that uh, are, in, are, are being proposed for this um, are incentives for states to imp implement red flag laws, enhanced background checks for 18 to 21 year olds to buy uh, to buy weapons and also uh, the ability to access juvenile records uh, to do these background checks. Criminalizing third party straw purchases. Closing the boyfriend lupo in domestic violence cases. Funding uh, for school mental health and telehealth. This is something that I've been pushing for for the past two years. And uh, it's finally uh, getting in the limelight. And unfortunately, it's taken uh, uh, a few incidents of um, mass shootings for that to occur. But uh, I am thrilled to see that mental health funding is in the forefront of, of this bill. Um, funding for school safety resources. Again, something that's so, so important. Um, going forward, especially with school opening up in just a couple more months here. Um, clarifying uh, federal firearm license requirements and criminalizing evasion. Now, basically, again, this is just a, uh, a framework. Uh, it's a working document. Uh, so I really hope uh, that this is not just something that we talk about for a day or so, and then it just it goes uh, in somebody's file and that's the end of it. I hope this is something that we continue uh, to work on and under my administration I would be delighted to to sign a meaningful uh, uh, gun control bill and have it on my desk before summer's end. This morning, however, we are here to talk about un the unemployment system in our nation. For the past two and a half years, our nation and the world has been impacted by COVID-19. At the beginning of the pandemic, we were locked down. Many of our fellow citizens were forced out of work. Many for the first time in their lives applied for unemployment. The government started a program called Pandemic Unemployment Assistance. Under this program, you would receive unemployment compensation, 
without the normal qualifications of unemployment for an extended period of time. As vaccines came online and businesses reopened, our nation struggled and still struggles to hire back workers. On at least two occasions, I have visited local restaurants only to find the restaurant closed due to staffing. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has experienced this. Now, fast forward two and a half years later, we have several vaccines available. The number of fetchins is going down in our country. It's time for us to return to work. Today, my administration would propose and is proposing unveiling a revamping of our unemployment system. This revamp will make it more difficult to obtain unemployment insurance, while at the same time putting people back to work. It is not my intention to impose difficulty on the American people. It's my intention to restore our nation to a nation where hard work is rewarded. Everything in our nation has been accomplished through challenging work. Over 50 years ago, the United States landed man on the moon. This was done through the hard work of the men and, yes, women of NASA and its contractors. We as a nation can do the same thing today. The Bureau of Labor Statistics recently released a report that 1.4 million people are unemployed for 27 weeks or longer. Why is this? Why are we staying unemployed when there's close to 10.1, 10.2 million jobs available in our nation? And especially when the pandemic unemployment assistance program has been uh, discontinued. And you look out in the job market, employers are paying more than $19 an hour for a starting salary and pay rate. So how do we get the unemployment number down in our country? Like I've said, this has been a key cornerstone of what I've been working on for the past two years. Not only is increased mental health funding part of it, but also uh, getting the unemployment rate in our nation down to 3%. So how do we get that number lower? We recreate we increase the requirements for receiving federal unemployment. Now, let me say that first off, the unemployment program is managed state by state. I realize that, but there are some federal benefits that go to the states, and this is where that would fall into is uh, the, the federal funding for unemployment, not the state funding, but the federal funding. Under my proposal, there would be a minimum of five interviews per week with proof submitted by the potential employer 
to receive federal unemployment. A minimum, a maximum of 24 weeks of unemployment assistance from the federal government. I know this is a change, and in some cases, a hard pill to swallow. But it's time for us to head back to work. By doing this, we can ensure that as we continue the journey of America, our future is bright and we have a feeling of accomplishment as we continue that journey. Thank you all very much.